0: Hello and welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on French science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves.
1: Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy.
0: And I'm Ross Blotcher. Oh, hey, Ross. Hey, Carrie, how are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm excited that it's Max Fun Drive. Yes. And that we get to finally talk about something people have been asking us to do for years. Yeah,
0: this has been a frequent request and something I've really been interested in doing. And
1: I've been like, no thanks. (laughs) The Wim Hof Method. The Wim
0: Hof Method. Oh my goodness, there's so much to unpack here and talk about here. Many of you are going to be familiar with this already. Uh, We can't wait to tell you more. But first,
1: it's Max Fun Drive. Max Fun Drive. This is very exciting because I love Max Fun Drive. And this year, it started on my birthday.
0: Oh, hey. OK. Yeah. Happy well, birthday
1: to me. Happy
0: Max birthday fun drive.
1: Hmm that worked
0: yeah originally we were gonna have it months ago and then the world kind of fell apart Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we had planned to have it again and then the world didn't get any better yeah so this is slightly unusual for our max fun drive format where it's going to go on a little longer it's going to be four weeks but it's going to be low-key
1: low-key we're cool we're chill it's like you know whatever like Join if you can, you know, we'd, l- we'd really like you to, but I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah and, and we mean it when we say join if you can. So a lot of people just aren't in a position right now to be supporting us. But if you are in a position to help support artist-owned, audience-supported entertainment and podcasting now's the best time to do it because there are still we've got all of those incentives for signing up at particular levels so uh, a, lot, a lot of cool things going on but this is the best time to support us in what we do
1: yeah so when you become a member you're directly supporting our ability Ross and Carrie's ability yeah to make this show
0: you're supporting us
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And to buy Wim Hof workshop tickets.
1: (laughs) It really is the case that as the memberships come in, we're able to look at it and say, "Okay, cool, what can we do this year? Mm -hmm. So if you want a really stellar on-rack for the next year, become a member or upgrade your membership.
0: So how do you do that? You can choose a monthly amount that's comfortable for you. The majority of people give $5 a month or $10 a month. And some upgrade to $20, $35, or even $100 a month or more. It's really about uh, what works for you.
1: I like to ask people to think about, well, how much are you using it? like mm-hmm. if we bring you as much entertainment as your local movie theater where you pay 20 dollars a ticket mm-hmm. um if we do that in a month maybe consider giving 20 bucks a month if you're listening to sh- max fun shows every day maybe it's worth 100 bucks to you and maybe you can do that yeah. just think about what you're really getting out of it
0: and i feel like we have i think a much closer connection to you than oftentimes those movies do mm-hmm. and you know we're still very much we've been doing this for over 9 years now and we're <laughs> still very much just this kind of scrappy <laughs> Two person team. team, yeah. Well, the,
1: we have we have Ian and Victor.
0: That's right. We've got some support, but for the most part, it's still the same exact format it's always been. Yep. Which is you and I just in our friendship, trying these different things Mm -hmm. out and learning as we go along and reporting on them.
1: And often staying up through the middle of the night working on this show. (laughs) Like, this is not something that we've, as we've gotten a bigger audience, that we've taken a step back and done less. Uh, We've just (laughs) done more.
0: Yeah. When we went from monthly, which is very sustainable, to weekly. uh, (laughs) We said,
1: what did we do?
0: Yeah. So don't think that we've taken on a team like smart people would, you know, and parceled out all of these different pieces. It's still us kind of doing the same thing, and we love doing it.
1: More accurately, that people with more means would. If we, <laughs> it, Hopefully one day we'll get to the point where we can. Uh,
0: right, that's right. Help get team. us there. And how do you help get us there? You can go to MaximumFun.org slash join. That is the home of the Max Fund Drive. So we'll be telling you more about this, a uh, little more this episode and throughout our upcoming episodes. But again, this is a, a kind of a lower key deal. And uh, we appreciate all of you who do support us, who make this podcast possible. Thanks for being part of the team.
1: Exactly. We we appreciate 100% of you. But speaking of percents, yes. Ross, did you know that 80% of all disease involves inflammation?
0: You know, I feel like I heard that somewhere many I- times.
1: I know where you heard it.
0: Where did I hear that?
1: At the Wim Hof Seminar.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Wim Hof. First of all, some of you are going at a Wim Who now?
1: Yeah. Or Wim What now? Yeah. I wouldn't know that was a name if I hadn't been told.
0: Absolutely correct. My first thought was not, oh, that must be a person named Wim Hof. (laughs) No. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Yes. So it all started with a man named Wim Hof, a.k.a. the Ice Man. Yes. He's a Dutch man and uh,
1: and those are his qualifications yeah, and
0: we're, <laughs> we're going to explore in our next 3 to 4 episodes what it means to be dutch uh, <laughs> Now, this is interesting. Actually, I've tried to look this up a little bit, and I haven't had success yet. Maybe it said something in your book. Okay. But I still don't know what he did before he became an athlete, an extreme sports guy. Oh,
1: wow. That's a really good question. You know, yeah, it's true. He's treated the way you talk about like a monk or something as if they were always in that cave. Yeah. Just born there. Right. Never had a different name.
0: Okay. So he's got, oh my goodness, there's so many things to say about Wim Hof and his method, but let's just try to... Start where we can. Most of the storytelling begins with in the mid 90s, his oh. wife.
1: Oh. Uh, well, I gotta cut you off already I can tell you a little Before the mid 90s Yeah okay For sure Which guy Okay
0: This is kind of like Jesus Where there's like the story About his birth That's a big deal In Bethlehem And then like there's One little interlude In the temple when he's 12 And then you don't hear about him <laughs> Right Until he's 30 And then he appears And like a way is prepared In the desert for him you're like Where was he all those years Right It's kind of like Wim Hof Okay what, what have you Which got
1: Which is also what happens If no one was writing these things Until much later Right <laughs> Um. So Wim Hof was born in the southern dutch town of sitard in 1959 okay or so says this book by him i don't know why he'd lie about that but i just feel i need to say my source
0: carrie is holding the way of the ice man
1: yes by, by wim hof and de jong
0: we should spell this too w-i-m-h-o-f true that first name last name three letters each
1: yeah you might be tempted to double up any of those letters i
0: keep trying don't. to i keep trying to wim hof
1: Yep, or whim. Anyway, okay, so right off the bat in this book, we're told he was born in the corridor of the hospital because he is an identical twin. Yes. And when his mother gave birth, she thought she was only giving birth to one child. And so I don't know what the heck was going on in this hospital that she's like, okay, baby's popped out. I'm getting up and going. What? But according to this, she got up and was walking through the hallway when she's like, oh, shit, there's somebody else in there. And so gave birth to Wim, brother to Andre, shortly after giving birth to Andre. So the doctors had left. She's feeling these contractions. She gives birth to him. And she was a Catholic. And so she was like praying immediately, which I can understand. I, I might be praying immediately. Sure, yeah. She was like, okay, okay, if this is a second baby, make him healthy and make him grow up to be a missionary.
0: Okay, maybe she got her
1: wish. Sort of? I feel like you could say anybody's a missionary of something.
0: Now, I didn't learn he was a twin until I'd read about him doing all these studies about his extreme temperature withstanding and all these other things. And then I find out that he has an identical twin, which is the ideal situation oh my for God. a scientist. You want to have a control. Uh-huh. And what better control can there be with someone with near identical genetics uh-huh. born and raised in the same household? Yeah. So yeah, he has a brother named Andre. We'll talk about that later.
1: An identical twin. Amazing. So he was fascinated by the cold from an early age. Okay. There is a story about him being 7 years old and a neighbor finds him in like asleep in the snow because he was oh. so like attracted to the white snow and he climbs out of his bed and falls asleep. It's one of those stories I have to wonder if it's real. Sure. But maybe it's real.
0: That's the story. <laughs> Um, Or there's like, my go-to is always, uh, there's a far more boring version of this story mm
1: -hmm, that mm -hmm.
0: in rough strokes sounds similar.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what that would be in this case, but I'm sure that's right.
0: We found him sleeping outside. There was snow nearby.
1: It had just started to sprinkle. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then his brother, Andre, went on a sort of spiritual quest to Turkey, Iran, Pakistan, India. And when he came back, Wim was like, whoa, you're different. Like, oh. you have a real mystique about you now. And okay. so he got very similar to Jesus' story
0: because, as we all know, Jesus wandered into the East and learned much and then came back.
1: Is that. It, True, you have a twinkle it, in your eye.
0: It's a very, it's a very popular kind of uh, not conspiracy theory, but like people oh. have all these ideas about, oh, Jesus, he traveled over here, and and if you read this account, I think they were describing Jesus.
1: Okay, yes, yeah. I think I have heard it, this. None
0: of it is confirmed.
1: One of those alternative history yeah, theories. Yeah,
0: people will treat it as fact.
1: Got it. So he was a real autodidact, had a strong desire to learn. He mentions in his own book. Um, he had a strong desire to learn, not at an intellectual level, but by experiencing things himself.
0: Okay. Well, you know, I guess we can affiliate with that because the idea is to immerse yourself in ideas without becoming an expert, per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, I think it's a good place to start, usually. I don't think you want to stop there. Sure. Because uh, that's how you die, is by not taking on all the information that others have absorbed. And so, you know, things like that plant is poison.
0: Sure. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing and and what depth of knowledge is necessary to keep you from dying.
1: Yep. So he's looking for a deeper spiritual understanding. He goes to India himself.
0: Okay, it's, this this is all more than I knew.
1: He starts swimming in the Ganges. People are like, you shouldn't swim in the Ganges. There's a very strong current and it's not so clean. And, and he he's says, like,
0: don't worry, my mother prayed that I'd be healthy.
1: Kind of, yeah. He's like, stop worrying about me. There's a lot of mention in these stories about women in his life being like, hey, it's really worrying me that you're doing this. And i would being like, shut up. I'm doing the thing. Stop trying to control me. There's like three or four stories that could be summarized that way. Okay,
0: I mean, any life filled with the perilous adventures that he has filled his with will have that storyline.
1: You think? Yeah. Or you you gotta gotta find a partner who's like, all right.
0: There's got to be some voice in your life saying, "Don't do that."
1: Sure. Then he went to live in a squat in Amsterdam in 1979. Yeah, you gotta wonder, like, are you doing anything for work at this
0: point? Yeah, I keep wondering, does he work at like a fish cannery or you know, is he a school teacher? What's (laughs) those
1: are such great specifics. It's like you're doing improv. Okay. I work at a fish cannery. My name is Kevin.
0: I just feel like there's got to be some story like that, but those details are always elided,
1: Right. Or sometimes with these ghost stories about someone's past, you can insert my parents were rich.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Or was he a bouncer at a strip club?
1: Yeah. Oh, sure. And he
0: just wants to <laughs> leave that out.
1: And my name's Andrew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so he goes to Amsterdam and all the other... People living in this squat with him. Oh, he's 20 at this point. All these other people are like using LSD and smoking joints and eating space cake. Space cake? That's what I said. That's what I wrote. (laughs) Space cake? So then I looked it up. Uh, Apparently, that's a very old term for edibles. Like just baking cannabis into your cake, basically. I like it. Space cake. makes you all spacey. He's uh, studying yoga. He's explaining that to anyone who will listen. And then one sunny autumn day, he's swimming in a pond in the park. He's soaking wet. He sits down in the sun to dry. And he feels two hands on his back starting to massage him. Oh! And he, do- he closes his eyes. He doesn't even look up. He's like, I'm just going to experience this. This feels good.
0: I don't need to ask where it's coming from.
1: Right. He felt this strong love feeling. Finally, he turns around to see who's there. And what do you think?
0: Nobody was there.
1: (gasps) Nope. Uh, A woman was there massaging him. Oh,
0: all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's better than what I had in mind.
1: I I thought I was being set up for he's, there's no one there that was (laughs) like, oh, a lady. Okay. (laughs) She made him beam with joy. Her name was Alaya. She was from Spain. And he falls deeply in love with her almost immediately. Oh, okay. And they don't have sex for a year because he is too into yoga. Okay. That's the totality of the explanation I got as well. Okay. And then Eli <laughs> <laughs> Ross is thinking about whether he could get that into yoga.
0: Okay. All right. We'll continue. I'll just <laughs> I'll accept that for now.
1: Uh, I can read you the exact line. Their platonic relationship was warm and physical. Hoff's life was <laughs> devoted to yoga, and his Spanish girlfriend respected that. For the first year, they did not have sex. Okay. So, there you go. Cool. So then, Elia gets homesick. She goes home to Spain, but he can't stop thinking
0: about her.
1: So, he decides to take a bicycle ride to Senegal.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, that's extreme. Yeah. But uh, th- this is a man of many extremities.
1: Exactly. So
0: that's like 2,800 miles. That's assuming a straight shot and the ability to cross the Strait of Gibraltar. So, roughly Los Angeles to New York. That's crazy. But it, by the end of these episodes, you will have forgotten that he bike rode to Senegal. Oh, yeah. You'd be that'll like... be the smallest thing. Like, I feel like I could bike ride to Senegal. <laughs>
1: So he and his brother got on two regular city bikes and ride to Senegal. Wim starts discovering, oh, the sun's really making me happier. Doing all this exercise makes me happier.
0: Would you say that he did this on a whim? (laughs)
1: it does seem that way
0: sunshine made him feel better yes
1: yes yes and you know his depressive thoughts would disappear as he was writing which all makes sense you know physical exertion will have that yeah yeah effect on many people that'll do you so during this journey he has this deep spiritual experience where he feels like his body and mind become one and that will stay with him and sort of become sort of his personal philosophy is that the way to connect your body and spirit is through exertion
0: okay this is already interesting. It's adding much more of a backstory and telling me that he was interested in these spiritual pursuits from his early adulthood.
1: Right. And that was already the prism through which he was looking at this. Okay. So then he goes back to India. Again, what are you doing for money? How?
0: Yeah. Need more How do you support yourself? Anyway. Did the um, fish cannery let you off that long? Yeah.
1: <laughs> kevin this time he was going to search for the power of nature instead of looking for the answers in other people so he spent several days quote at great heights guessing that means in mountains okay. while enduring temperatures of negative two degrees celsius which is 28.4 degrees fahrenheit oh that's cold without food
0: oh okay it's like he always adds that extra thing like okay that's pretty intense that you did a full marathon in the namib desert but oh you did it without drinking any water okay (laughs) oh and then when you were done you hydrated with beer Okay.
1: And then you did um, a marathon through the snow. Oh, but with no shoes or shirt. Okay.
0: (laughs) Above the polar circle in Finland. Okay.
1: Now you're just bragging. It's like (laughs) someone who's like, I'm going to go firewalking. I'm going to do it seven times. Why? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I th- I think it was a half marathon, just to clarify, in the uh, in oh. the snow, but not to diminish from the accomplishment.
1: <laughs> I'm not impressed anymore. So he discovered a new way to survive extreme cold. All you have to do is control your breathing. Okay. Easy peasy. Then you can transform your fear into a form of energy. I kind of identify with this part. Yeah. Because before a performance, I'll get very, I'll, I'll get like this sort of nervous energy. Yeah. At some point, I'll think, oh. This is exactly the same physical feeling as excitement. I'll just think of this as excitement and then it becomes ah positively valence. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Thank you.
0: You turn that frown upside, upside
1: down. Upside down. That's right. So he's still missing Aliyah. So and they've been apart for two years now, but they're still in love, so they- and that last
0: year, there was sex.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh,
0: yeah, I'd ride the bike to Senegal, too.
1: <laughs> so uh, they decide to get married, and then in 1983, they have a son named Anam, E-N-A-H-M? Anum. Anum, Okay. And then they have two more daughters, uh, Isabel and Laura. So Aliyah now has moved to the Netherlands. Uh, Wim. Oh, my God. here's I missed this the first time I was reading. Yeah. So I wasn't looking for it. We find out what Wim did for work. <gasps> Wim found work.
0: Fish cannery. T- fish cannery.
1: Teaching English.
0: School teacher. I'll yep. take it. I'll take it. <laughs> That's interesting. And speaking of his autodidaction, he claimed in one interview with uh, Tim Ferriss that he has taught himself 10 languages.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Over nine languages.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's right. Over nine. (laughs) Um, Right. So including English. Okay. He was an English teacher. All right. There you go. Thank you. You've filled in the the gaps of my knowledge.
1: You're welcome. Okay. So... Now Wim's like pretty happy. He likes, you know, loves his family, but he still has this sort of, you know, uh, angst. He just needs to get out there. He needs to be doing stuff.
0: Yeah. His children often refer to how before he became famous for all of these amazing feats of his, he was kind of embarrassing as a dad. Right. Because he would show up at school like, I'm here to pick you up. And he would uh, be, you know, barefoot and wearing only shorts, you know, uh, right. and it's cold out. And like, oh, yeah, that's my dad, the crazy guy over there I have to walk right. home with.
1: He very much seems like the person who you tell him he probably shouldn't do something. And he's like, now I absolutely will. So you have to, like, reverse psychology around him constantly. Mm, mm-hmm. Oh, I bet you won't brush your teeth. There's no way. Oh, wow, you did it. <laughs>
0: Uh, now I'm just I'm picturing what a great TV series this would be like Carrie and Wim (laughs) Hof
1: I hope you leave the door open so my dog runs out (laughs) oh wow you closed it good job (laughs) Uh, so okay one day he keeps okay he keeps having this like this feeling that he needs to go climbing so one day he's like I know what I'll do I'll go mountain climbing with only a rope and a hammer sure uh (laughs) i'm like no you know if i fall i will die that reminds me
0: of the song if i had a rope i'd climb up a mountain you're so
1: close and so far
0: Really? Yeah. Because that's what, what you said reminded me of. Hmm, okay. Well, continue.
1: Fair enough. So he has three kids and a wife, and he's like, I'm going to go rock climbing with absolutely no safety <laughs> built in. And so Aliyah, his bitch wife, is like mad for some reason. So it says, Aliyah was furious that he was willing to risk his life climbing in that way since they had three children.
0: Sure. Well,
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. reasonable take.
0: Yeah, just having one child, I know that pressure to not kill yourself.
1: Yeah, for sure. Here
0: he is with three. He should feel three times the pressure.
1: He should. He probably should. I feel like she's getting Skylar Whited already. So, oh, right. You won't watch Breaking Bad, so. You don't know that. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. You
0: refuse to watch it. I will think of one of the three Skylar sisters.
1: Oh, (laughs) Skylar White is uh, the wife in Breaking Bad, and she was treated by a lot of people as like this controlling jerk. And it's like, her husband's cooking (laughs) math. She's trying to stop her husband from These are reasonable responses. Okay. Yeah. And Um, Peggy. And Peggy. So okay, he's like, fine, fine. I'll control my urge to climb by developing a breathing technique that allows me to stand under water for six minutes and swim under the ice. Now,
0: that's one way to deal with the old ball and chain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really showed her.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's set multiple world records. You know, he's one of those people like, okay, what do we have on file at Guinness? I'm going to beat it. Right. Or or, have you ever timed anyone for doing this? I'm going to set the record. Yeah. So there are multiple, you know, videos you can see of him, like you said, swimming under ice where they have to dig out a hole in the ice so he can drop down and swim to another hole Mm -hmm. farther away. Yeah, he held his breath six
1: minutes and 20 seconds. Which is amazing, that's, but it's now starting to sound like pathology.
0: Right, right. But that, I mean, that's huge as a human feat.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. That's too long. In
0: ice water mm-hmm. at, at the North Pole. That's crazy. And there's there's all these other videos and, and uh, records of him just kind of sitting in ice. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you sit in a acrylic box and they fill it full of ice and you mm-hmm. just sit there for hours. No, thanks. You can do it.
1: I'm okay. So, for some reason, despite his solution, the tension between Hoff and his wife remained.
0: Interesting. Okay, oh, this is Even- so interesting, because this is never how the story begins on... Multiple interviews and Mm. profiles that I've seen. Yeah. But yeah, continue. He
1: does have a co-writer here who, you know, maybe was getting the structure in place of his life story. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you always need to give the fast version. Sure. This is a book. Mm -hmm.
1: So one day, Aliyah disappears. Doesn't return for several months. Okay. Finally comes back and it says, Aliyah suffered from attacks of rage. (laughs) Sure. And depression um, expressed her unhappiness by regularly articulating suicidal impulses. Oh, no. Yeah. He says she refused to seek treatment. Don't know what that means in this context. So then they have another son, Michael. And shortly after the birth, Elia leaves again without saying anything. Yeah. So then there's we get a few paragraphs him explaining, you know, how hard it was to have this partner with depression, which I'm sure it was eventually she says listen i want a divorce i'm like not happy in this oh. in this marriage where you know i'm expressing my needs very clearly and you're doing things like swimming under ice." Yeah, um yeah. he says he did not know if she said this only for attention he felt powerless and started climbing again to keep from losing himself
0: i feel powerless i'm gonna go do something very physically powerful
1: yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah okay. So then this is directly from the book one day when Hoff was alone in the mountains, Elia jumped from the eighth floor of her parents' house in Pamplona. Elia oh. was dead, oh man, yeah,
0: okay,' that's that's usually where the origin story kind of begins in most mm-hmm. coverage that I've mm-hmm. seen of this. Mm-hmm. Which is, they won't yeah. refer to those kind of marital disputes. They'll just say, oh, his wife was suffering from psychological problems and mm-hmm. depression. And Adam, the son, he, in in one interview, he mentioned that she had been told that she had like 11 personalities. Oh, no. Right. And I was thinking, oh, multiple personality. Okay, oh, that's... That's
1: a whole other controversial yeah. field to add to this.
0: Right. And that she didn't want to take her meds. And that she eventually killed herself, but they won't talk about this marital discord. Oh, right? Okay. But then apparently, like that's what really inspires him in 1995 to really start asking, okay, uh, how do how do we deal with depression, and mm-hmm. how, how do we unify the body and the mind? And that's what gets him going as a single father of four. But for me, I was just wondering, well, what did you do before that?
1: Yeah what's what's the ramp up here? And and to be clear, no one is responsible for someone else taking their own life. But I think it is telling that like clearly there was some imbalance in their relationship where one person was expressing their needs and the other person wasn't hearing that, it sounds like to me.
0: Definitely a factor.
1: Yeah. It also just reminds me of the stuff we hear in Al-Anon because I have a couple family members with addiction problems. And one of the things you hear is like, don't keep saving them. And I picture this guy like literally swimming under ice and people being like, we'll make a hole, we'll get you out. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. There's something to that there.
0: Yeah, the the metaphors uh, are fueled by his actual feats of strength. Speaking of him swimming under the water, like one of the frequent stories he'll tell about that particular test was that he had swum past the hole that he was supposed to get back out of and you know he's wearing his shorts and everything and just by himself under the ice and his corneas froze
1: oh yes
0: and so he couldn't physically see he couldn't feel and it's just all ice above him and there was kind of this sense of oh okay well this is what dying feels like sure but he was at peace because he'd been using his breathing method and he was so physically trained it wasn't even a big deal but then he did manage to find his way back and Uh emerge
1: Or a team of people kicked at the ice and pulled him out.
0: Yeah, I I, I think he was able to actually get back to the hole. But um, yeah, it was a a dire situation.
1: Jeez. Okay, so that brings us to the 90s, which is where you started.
0: Yeah. Wim Hof, man, what a guy. So it started out just as him doing these stunts, performances. There was no method at this point. It was right. just now he was kind of professionally showing just what the human body is capable of through his very capable human body. And uh, another one of the things that he did, in addition to the ones we've mentioned, is that he hung by his middle finger between two hot air balloons <sighs> at 1,500 meters, which is almost a mile high. Oh,
1: my God.
0: So then he gets back into the air balloon. And then he climbed to the top of the air balloon because why not? You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> with a bevy of women who love him below screaming up, "Stop! Please get in the air balloon! In it!"
0: So he's one of those people, like you know, Alex Honnold, who did the you know climbing El Cap without any harnesses, mm-hmm. and the guy who who walked between the Twin Towers on the on the suspended line. Oh, the line. man on wire guy. Yeah, you know, didn't like, he die? I maybe he didn't. Wait a second, Oh no, he's still alive.
1: Okay. Who was the guy then that like fell?
0: Lots of people died doing these yeah,
1: things. Yeah, true. Be okay, careful fair
0: out there. And don't do these. Yeah, it, a lot of probably. the things we're mentioning, don't do them at mm-hmm. home. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. But yeah, he would go around and I don't know. I, I, I saw one statistic that he had gotten nine Guinness records, but I saw another that he had earned like 16 world records, oftentimes just beating his own record or someone who'd beaten his. Mm-hmm. But what whatever it is, yeah, he's done these amazing things. Feats of strength, endurance, cold tolerance, and then at some point he decided, you know what? I can teach others to do this.
1: Yes, and so one of his central claims is, I'm not that special. Other anyone could do this. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to isolate and make sure you're right about that.
0: Isolate ice. I see what you did there.
1: So you're too good, too good.
0: <laughs> and and so that sparked the Wim Hof method. Now, I, I feel like this will be a tension throughout because he's constantly saying that anyone can do what I do, but clearly he is an extraordinary human being. I don't think he's faking any of this.
1: Oh, me neither. So
0: that's not the claim. Like, you know, because a lot of those things are faked, you know, when people say, oh, I can do this amazing physical feat, you know, sometimes. right,
1: They're walking across a board yeah. instead of <laughs> across the water, for example, just to make up something. A
0: hypothetical example of mendacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That, that would, I mean, truly be unethical as well.
0: It would. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're making like health claims with that. So, yeah. so that's not. That'd a be idea.
1: such a shock <laughs> if someone did that. A shock. Unto all of us,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're so good. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that's not the claim here. He's not. He's not faking that he can do these things. But now he's saying that you too can do these things. Yeah, interesting. I don't know yet if that should be the expectation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just putting that out there. Yeah. As we as we move into this, uh, but yeah, his Wim Hof method has become this huge phenomenon. And that's why we've been hearing about it from so many people like, try this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's really big with the Joe Rogan crowd. Sure. Yeah, you know, Tim Ferriss, you know, these people who are all about biohacking. You know, yep. we've talked about that with our posture episode and our nootropics and...
1: Sweat lodge.
0: Wearing the mask, like the breathing mask mm-hmm. for running. All of these things like, yeah, you know, I can do all these amazing things and I can stretch my body to accomplish... The impossible, mm-hmm. which... I get, like...
1: Yeah, me too.
0: I, I totally get that sense, and I will come out of an action film or a fast-paced movie or something, thinking like, yeah, I'm going to get ripped and just, like, a d- daily do X... Ex- why am I not doing this already? And then, you know, I'll do it for, like, three days and be like, oh, that's right. Oh, that's I, why. I have so many other things in my life to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there's a there there. Like, there's... You kind of teach yourself that you have endurance, and I think there's, like, a definite psychological effect just by giving yourself sort of a random physical thing to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's real. I do think it's interesting that the people who are so into biohacking, at least in my experience, and I couldn't give you data to back this up, um, tend to also not be so into medicine, which I think of medicine as the ultimate biohacking, like Mm. that I can take a pill at night that's like, okay, I'm just gonna keep your serotonin from flowing out of your brain. Your your brain seems to be bad at it. Boom, done. What? Yeah, that's, that's am- wild.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I have a headache. My head hurts. I can take this thing. It will yeah. thin my blood in such a way that I don't have that headache anymore. Yeah.
1: Or, wow. Or and this is not as good, this causes opioid problems, but, or I'm just going to tell my brain, you don't need to send me that message anymore. Right,
0: right. Yeah. Let's cut out this pain. It's not helping me at the mm-hmm, moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Those are all amazing Things as well, so this Wim Hof method, it's got three pillars to it. We'll talk about this and break them down ad nauseum, but uh, it's pillars, about pillars, not pills, correct? And it's uh, it's breathing, cold therapy, and,
1: and everyone's like, Wait, those are the three things, right? Is there something else? Commitments.
0: Yeah, or meditation, mind, mindfulness.
1: Oh, okay. It's just called commitment in the book.
0: Yeah, I've seen it written that way. It's always kind of defined slightly differently, but those are the basic ideas. And I'll just say up front, uh, people have died. Mm-hmm. from following this method, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's, it's hard to separate the man and the method, but you know, the, the practitioners now will include tons of warnings where they say, only do this breathing in safe areas because it seems, I, I think I found about eight accounts of people who have died, even like you mm. know, re- really fit people who tend to do this, yoga teachers and stuff, who have died. Usually, it's drowning deaths in shallow water Oh wow, okay. Where they were doing this breathing thing and then they faint. Oh,
1: they've passed out, yeah. Yeah,
0: and which is, you know, very common and understandable. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's all happened since like twenty fifteen. There's been a bunch of deaths. So there's also Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Or while driving. be the worst like they, time. They have to say that yeah. In, yeah. In, in these uh, videos. The intros will be like, don't do it while in water or while driving or right. where you need to maintain consciousness to stay alive.
1: Because you will find that it gives you a peacefulness. So I could see someone while driving being like, oh, I'm freaked out. I'm going to do my breaths and not so good. <laughs> they do also at a lot of these seminars say, don't do this thing if you have. And then a long list of conditions and diseases. Right. Generally good practice. But it's also speaking out of both sides of your mouth because he says any human can do this, but then you're Mm -hmm. eliminating a shit ton of humans. Right. In the book at least, he gives examples of like people with multiple sclerosis doing it, which is on the list of people who should not do it. So, like, what were you telling me?
0: Right. Yeah, and for our workshop that we're going to tell you about eventually, um hmm? the disclaimers were, yeah, if you're pregnant, if you've experienced epilepsy, if you have any strong like heart conditions, mm-hmm. this is probably not for you. And it does say there you should consult with your doctor before getting involved with Wim Hof. Uh, especially if you have any kind of you know chronic conditions,
1: right? They call that CYA in the legal biz—cover your ass. Damien. There we go,
0: <laughs> ass covered. Speaking of which, there was a tweet that he wrote at one point, and it said, "Death is nothing more than a concept."
1: Oh, disagree. Really, super, super disagree. <laughs>
0: And that reminded me of Teal Swan and some of the irresponsible things that she has said. I think she said even less responsible things. Uh, But still, that's a big like, uh, maybe you're trying to make a specific point, but that's not a good general takeaway phrase.
1: Yeah, that actually reminds me of Christian science.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The illusion of death.
0: Anyways, yeah. And Wim Hof himself, picture, I don't know, the guy kind of looks vaguely like Jeff Bridges.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm looking at a picture of him. He's
0: usually got kind of a scraggly goatee or some formulation of face hair that ranges between beard and goatee.
1: He looks to me like Karl Knopf Arsgaard, I think is his name. The guy who wrote the My Struggle series. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. And then he's got kind of a, a wisp of hair in the front. No one claims Wim Hof method is a way to treat <laughs> balding.
1: <laughs> I bet someone does.
0: But, you know, he's he's a rugged looking man and you see his body all the time because he goes around in shorts mm-hmm. constantly. and. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys you'd look at and you'd be like, oh yeah, you're fit. Yeah, he looks healthy. But he's not muscle bound. Mm -hmm. So he's obviously, he's strong. He's he's super flexible. You see him all the time. It's like, oh, you need me to put my head down on the ground between my legs? No problem.
1: Yeah, there's that look of like, I work out a bunch, but I also protein pack.
0: Mm. And then there's
1: that look of, I work out a bunch and maybe I'm on the more like fasting yoga side. He's definitely type B.
0: Exactly, yeah. And so much of this seems to revolve around his personal charisma... Because mm-hmm. uh, you you have a lot of people who talk about like going to even debunk him or poke holes in this or just see for themselves, but then he wins them over mm. with his own kind of personal philosophy. And I feel like there's that element of cult of personality wrapped into yeah, this for sure. as well. There's a, a journalist Scott Carney who traveled over to kind of do that to just say, "Oh, what's the deal with this guy? Let's kind of pick this apart," and ended up being a real advocate and writing his own book about.
1: Yeah, I have the, his book
0: Wim Hof and the Method.
1: Yeah, is there much good documentation of him actually having been skeptical when he left?
0: I think from what I've seen so far, he's actually done a pretty good job about separating the things that are a little more fantastical from the things that are like, oh, this is helpful in my life. But he's become a big proponent of the method itself. Cool. Um, Yeah, I'd love to read that book.
1: Anyway, so
0: yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) we said we should go, but you know what we should do first?
0: Now that we've made our preamble, yeah, we should talk a little bit more about Max Fun Drive.
1: Oh, Max Fun Drive, my favorite time of year. So listen, we know there's a lot of good stuff you could be giving to right now, uh, yep. and particularly right now. Uh, <laughs> and we know, you know, not everybody's in a financial position to become a member. We totally get that. But if you are, if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. and you say, eh, "I already, I already give to." the charities of my choice and i also support independent art independent journalism i listen to the show a lot i get a lot of good out of it then we'd really appreciate it if you support our ability to make the show
0: yes and and the way to give is to visit maximumfund.org join and you'll see all the ways you can give uh, most people, again, choose $5 or $10 level. At $5, you get all the bonus content. At $10, there's a pin. It's a really cool pin. Every, yep. every year, people get excited about the pin. And by people, I mean me.
1: <laughs> Shall we tell them? Yeah, let's tell them. OK, so if you become a member at the $10 level, mm-hmm. if this is your first time getting to that $10 level, you get a free pin. And you get to pick between Woo-hoo. all the different designs for all the different shows. Yeah. If you are already at that $10 level or more, you can buy a pin as well
0: and we totally understand this is legit difficult to choose a pin mm-hmm. and we get it uh Megan Lynn Cott does the designs on these enamel pens; they're amazing they're so good they are enamel and I am enamored
1: I knew you were going there <laughs> I could feel it
0: and every year there's all these great designs and we understand if you sign up at the $10 level and you say I support oh no Ross and Carrie that's the show I listen to but then you look at one of those other pins and you say you know what I like the Ono Ross and Carrie pin, but I got to have that one. We'll understand. It's cool.
1: Plus, you'll have an opportunity to buy more because you'll be at the $10 level, which gets you into the club, the pin buying club. That's
0: right. So you can buy more pins and then you'll. Support good causes with those pin purchases.
1: We made it sound confusing, but it's all very simple if you go to MaximumFun.org forward slash join. And our pin design this uh-huh. year is so good.
0: <laughs> Carrie is very excited.
1: It has a peacock on it mm-hmm. and it says, I believe 2020. 2020. <laughs>
0: And and this peacock has, you know, a beautiful plumage of blue feathers behind it. And then there's red and white stripes. It looks very patriotic.
1: Yeah. It also already feels out of date for a couple of reasons. Uh number 1. <laughs> uh already Peacocks have made national news in 2020. It's happened <laughs> twice so far. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting the NBC Service Peacocks. Sorry everybody who keeps sending that to me.
0: Maybe some other news items have eclipsed those, but you know, it's made national news.
1: Yeah. So, at the beginning of this year we both made psychic predictions for the year, <laughs> and one of mine was a peacock will make national news. I'm
0: still waiting for 27 to have its moment. Oh, right. There's still half a year left.
1: It's so telling that not one One Psychic and Not Us said anything about coronavirus. Right? Yep. Right. Anyway, it's a great pin.
0: So many good pins.
1: Oh my gosh. The whole lot is great.
0: So that's the $10 level and uh, some support at $20 a month or more. There's additional gifts at those levels. We're truly grateful for whatever level of support you're comfortable with
1: absolutely and this year we've put together the max fun game pack for you so if you join at twenty dollars a month mm. you get a set of max fun branded dice in a velvet Ooh. bag and they have the rocket logo on them oh nice real cute nice dice you get a <laughs> you get a deck of custom max fun inspired playing cards
0: oh I love custom playing cards
1: you have a playing card signed by James Randy
0: that's right yeah, yeah Carrie, uh, one year from my birthday she got me yeah. happy birthday Ross uh, signed James Randy card which I still keep in a, a place of honor
1: which is like an ace of diamonds or something
0: yeah I was trying to remember if it was a three of clubs but I think it was an ace of diamonds yeah it okay. was a red card for sure
1: and each face card holds several designs nodding to shows on the network a lot of people on the network a lot of hosts this mm-hmm. is their primary income mm-hmm. their primary job it's yeah my primary job is making this show uh, help me
0: <laughs> yeah we are so thankful to all of you who do support what we do, these investigations and us as people Mm -hmm. uh, and feeding our pets and all that. (laughs) Carrie just got another cat.
1: Please help. (laughs) She needs kibble. She's
0: getting married.
1: The cat's getting married. I don't know.
0: You can support me too. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, thank you. uh, Thank you all so much for making this possible. You really do. Okay, so uh, as we mentioned before, we've had Wim Hof on our radar for a very long time. I've been uh, visiting... His website, regularly looking for seminars. There was one in San Jose last year I was tempted to do, and uh, the timing didn't work out. And every time I talked to Carrie, she was saying, no. No, thank you. You can do it. That's fine. Yeah. The cold tolerance thing.
1: I hate extreme temperatures.
0: And, you know, who can blame you? I would Uh,
1: rather drink my pee again.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just keep that in mind for how the story unfolds. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's the reverse of hot coal walking, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I think it gets used in kind of the same way, where it's this, you know, rah, rah, I can do anything. Look at this, I dunked myself in an ice bath. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Carrie was like, no, i <laughs> just not into it. And uh, it
1: also reminds me of going to church camp and being the first person who had to get out during polar bearing.
0: Oh, did you guys polar bear there? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I will admit, this is a hard one for me to build up the gumption for Mm -hmm. so i was also kind of dreading slash looking forward to it like Mm -hmm. oh this sounds like a good challenge this is definitely going to push me i don't want to do it the idea of like just an ice cold shower that's
1: awful 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 and i also wasn't sure like at these seminars are we going to be going into a lake for an hour are we going to be submerged in an ice bath for half an Mm -hmm. hour you know like what's this going to look like right but you found one that sounded Okay.
0: Okay. All right. So that's maybe what what helped Carrie turn. It was actually, it was a listener of ours, Molly McIlvain, who is now a friend of mine. Well, first of all, I think she joined my book club, uh, which was really awesome. So I met her that way and she works in animation. So anyways, Molly's a great person. Uh, But then she had uh, reached out and said, hey, I've been interested in this Wim Hof thing and I think you guys should do it. And there's one coming up. And I said, oh, I've been interested in that, too. Okay, let me check with Carrie. And at first I looked at the date and I was like so crestfallen because I had signed up already that Saturday, February 22nd, to work in the elections because we were doing that sort of 10 days leading up. To the election date in uh, Los Angeles as an extended election, and for whatever reason, in early February they they changed my dates and they said, you know what, we just need you to work four dates. Oh my, that was such a tough election. That's another long story. But anyways, I said, oh wow, I can do this workshop now, and I reached out to Carrie, fully expecting you to say like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you said there was like something recently that had kind of flipped a switch for you where you said, no, I should do this. Uh,
1: Maybe it was watching Goop. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, the first episode of the new Goop show is them trying the Wim Hof method. So I had watched that and maybe that was it. But I just remember you saying it's like a 90 second ice bath, something like that. Okay. I was like okay, fine. I can t- I can get in ice for 90 seconds. I bet I can manage that.
0: This sounds achievable. Okay. Yeah. I was thrilled. I was over the moon like, oh good, <laughs> Carrie's going to do it. Yes. I'm so excited. And so I had no problem plunking down. It was 220 pounds for the both of us. Okay. Uh, this is all kind of run out of Europe. So the even for oh, right. a, a Los Angeles workshop, it came out to $240 and 39 cents US. At
1: nice. The did that, I pay you for it or was I like- You, you did. Oh, Okay. <laughs> It seemed possible that you had bribed me as well, and I said, okay.
0: (laughs) Which I would have been happy to do. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah, I should have played that better. So this is going to be the WHM, Wim Hof Method, Fundamentals Workshop. Okay. And on the official Wim Hof Method website, they had the uh, video there kind of showing sort of what previous ones had looked like. It was just a kind of collection of clips. This is going to be taught by Michael Cristoforo.
1: Hmm. Great name,
0: Cristoforo?
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: And, uh, and a man
1: who looks like Jason Manzukas.
0: Oh yeah, I think I know who you're talking about, and I think I agree with you. All right. Yeah, a handsome man. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about him in a bit. So the description is: Put yourself in the expert hands of a certified Wim Hof Method instructor to learn the three pillars of the Wim Hof Method: breathing technique, cold exposure, and Commitment.
1: All right.
0: Find out how you can utilize oxygen and cold exposure to optimize body and mind and learn about the underlying physiology. These workshops are limited to 25 participants.
1: (gasps) Ross holds up five fingers
0: to the second power. There we go. And instructors often choose to keep them much smaller.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: So I was like nervous, like, because I just, this was happening in a couple weeks and I just found out I could do it. Uh, Thankfully, there were still spots available. Because as far as I could tell, it filled up. Uh, The intimate quality allows for ample personal attention and feedback tailored to your specific situation. Mm -hmm. Whether you are looking to improve mental or physical performance, relieve symptoms related to an illness, or are just curious to find out what the Wim Hof Method is all about, a WHM workshop offers something for everyone. The program generally kicks off with an introduction to the Wim Hof Method and always includes a breathing session and an optional ice bath see mm. it was even optional all right they weren't gonna like throw you in
1: but i also wasn't going to pay for all that and then be like all right peace up <laughs> totally. Get in the ice
0: <laughs> enjoy the breathing <laughs> see y'all later I'll
1: take my hundred dollars bye-bye
0: <laughs> at the end there is ample room for reflection and the instructor is there to answer questions throughout the workshop Instructors have their own specializations and there is some variation across the individual workshops. A detailed overview of the day is sent out upon registration. If you have no Prior experience with cold exposure, we recommend you finish your showers cold in the days leading up to the workshop. Mm-hmm. I did that.
1: I forgot to do that.
0: Okay, very. I
1: was really batting a thousand when I showed up to this workshop, but we'll get there. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, right. Uh, this may be overwhelming at first, but just try to relax, focus on your breath, and bring it into a controlled, steady rhythm. And then they uh, give those little warnings about out of precaution, we recommend against uh, people who are pregnant. Epileptic or have cardiovascular issues or any other serious health conditions. Or
1: any other serious health conditions.
0: Check with your doctor.
1: Uh, that's Sh- so many people.
0: Sure. And uh, you said
1: all the people, Whim.
0: <laughs> well, I think this will come up as a theme. You've mentioned this before that Wim himself. We'll just kind of he'll go off and he'll say a lot Mm -hmm. of whim things. And then he's got people who are kind of good at sort of, oh, let's take this. That's kind of responsible. And, okay we want Uh, this. And so there's a little bit of. Yeah. Watch a video
1: by Wim Hof that's actually released by his organization and there will be editing. Watch an interview of him with a random podcaster and you can hear his actual thoughts.
0: There you go. Yeah. where We'll very quickly get kind of metaphysical. Well, we'll get into all that. Uh, then once you've signed up, then there's there's an email that's sent out from the instructor, Michael Cristoforo, and he writes about how excited he is, and he kind of goes over what we'll be doing. So we'll talk about all that. But also there's a liability waiver, of course, mm-hmm. that you are supposed to sign and bring to class.
1: That says, nothing at all is wrong with me ever, and if something's wrong with me, it's my fault.
0: That's pretty much it. It's four pages, though the first page is... Uh, sparse it's mainly just the title Uh, there's agreement to follow directions assumption of the risks acknowledgement of the the various physical risks involved yeah
1: what does it say death
0: It does. I assume the risk of and responsibility for any injury, death, or property damage resulting from my participation in the activity Uh, under the release. uh, Owners and lessors of premises used to conduct the event for any and all injury, disability, death, or loss, or damage to person or property arising out of my presence... Uh, elsewhere under assumption of risks, it says, I recognize that severe injuries, including permanent paralysis or death, can occur in sports or activities involving height or motion Jesus. activities, including but not limited to breath work, meditation, training routines with ice slash cold slash heat. Physical exercises pertaining, but not limited to, uh, yoga, swimming, running, climbing, and hiking, and may be caused by terrain, facilities, temperature, extreme cold, ice baths, weather conditions. It, it keeps going. So, yeah. so yeah, you're you're signing all this away. Just saying, I I get all this, and
1: uh, yeah, that always really frustrates me because we all hear the voice in the room much louder than the voice on the page. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, that's there to protect them, not to protect me.
0: And I, and I think that's a real problem of just legalese in general, that it mm-hmm. it puts anyone in a stupor uh, mm-hmm. reading it, where you're just kind of like, uh yeah, sure, end user mm-hmm. license agreement. Yeah, 20 pages, of course. Yeah, sign me up for iTunes.
1: If you... <laughs> If you want to see this turned up to a thousand, watch some videos from McCy manor It's this like uh extreme haunted house where people <laughs> have horrible stories about what happens oh, no. to them. Yeah, and they'll be in there for hours and hours. And you sign away your right to say, take me out of here. So people will be screaming at the guy like, I'm done. I want out. And he still won't let them out because they specifically signed something saying, even if I say, let me out.
0: Oh, my goodness. You don't have to let me out.
1: And so this, this grinning sweet guy is sitting there smiling at you while you're filling it out and saying, you really don't want to do this. Are you sure? And oh. that just overtakes you. You know, here's this sweet man who couldn't possibly do you harm is, and it, that, is there
0: something wrong with me that I kind of want to do that now that sounds really yes. interesting Okay, uh,
1: but I will say this there's a lot of I think <laughs> Drew and I got really into watching McKamey Manor videos for a while and I think we specifically were like let's not show this to Ross because <laughs> <laughs> there's just endless Rosses showing up <laughs> Anyway, it's in Tennessee, and much luck to you. Oh, goodness. Okay. That's a good stretch goal. (laughs) If we get 10,000 new members. I'll
0: say for 4,000, I'll commit to that. Oh, boy. And all I have to go on is what I've heard just now.
1: Yeah, okay. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, writing it down on the goals list, people. Well, shit, Ross
0: said that offhandedly.
1: <laughs> this is how we end up flying flat Earth banners over conferences. Anyway, we'll tell you about our goals at the end of this episode. Ross, yes. we're back at
0: Wim Hof. Hey.
1: So you get there.
0: Yeah, it, it's it was supposed to go from 12 to 4. I showed up at maybe 5, 4 minutes till... And uh, not many people were there yet. And it was just very casual. They've just got, you know, this motivational music going on in the background. And, of course, it is at the Peak 5 Fitness Home of CrossFit City of Angels.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Of course, a CrossFit gym is the perfect place. Oh, yeah. To hold your Wim Hof gathering. So, uh, yeah, you walk in out of the – they've got their own tiny little parking lot off of one of the major streets down there in Hollywood. Yeah, I think it's off Santa
1: Monica. Or maybe Beverly.
0: Anyway, so you you get in there and you you see like just so many bars that you could do pull ups on. Sure, everywhere you look, and it's (laughs) really tall ceiling. There's like a rock climbing wall built into this. And I got to say that that speaks to how engaging this whole day was that I didn't even try to go over to the rock climbing wall. And, uh, there's like those giant, ridiculously fat ropes that you mm-hmm. can sort of oscillate mm-hmm. with your mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. that looks like it would be a stupid exercise, but is actually like really exhausting. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yoga mats galore. That's one of the things they told you to bring.
1: Yes. Question Did you bring your yoga mat? I did. Did you bring your waiver?
0: I did. It's signed.
1: Were you wearing proper footwear? And
0: I don't even own a printer. Footwear. Yeah. I just had, uh, um, 10 issues
1: okay uh were you there on time
0: yes <laughs>
1: and how was your head at the time
0: fine you okay know, my oh, head felt good yeah why I- it makes it sound like you did not have all those things <laughs>
1: i was 10 minutes late uh-huh. i forgot my waiver which
0: was totally fine people were just wandering yeah in still.
1: that's true i forgot my waiver uh-huh. i forgot my mat uh-huh i hadn't done the cold
0: showers usually you're on top of the mat thing
1: yeah Thank you.
0: Hadn't done your- uh,
1: My cold showers. Cold showers, okay. Had a headache.
0: Oh no. Had
1: walked there in what turned out to be thunder and lightning and rain in sandals. There was crazy
0: thunder that day. Yeah. Like super loud.
1: Yeah. Um, I was really doing a good job.
0: You brought comfy clothes though.
1: Yeah, I was wearing like yoga clothes, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. That was on the list and you brought it. Hey, I did it. And and you brought your bathing suit.
1: That's true. That's
0: important because you would be needing that. Did you bring a snack?
1: I don't remember.
0: Okay, that was also on the list. Well, we've we've covered the list except for the final item, open hearts and optional high fives.
1: Okay, I brought Aww. those. I did bring those. Yeah, so when I got there, I had to borrow a mat and say, I'm sorry. And you had printed out the waiver for me, and it's still, it was sitting on my couch when I got back. It nah. was just, I was a mess.
0: We all have our days, and there are the days we don't have.
1: And mine was February 22nd, 2020. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I got those things from them. They were totally nice about it. They, they were like, oh, yeah, we have an extra yoga mat. No big deal.
0: Yeah. And people were setting up. Our friend Molly showed up mm-hmm. um, a little before you did. So she sat near me. There was another guy right next to me and everybody was, you know, really friendly and nice. We were having little chit chat conversations and moving our mats to make room for new people one lady had a really cool mat it was all the uh bright kundalini
1: oh yeah colors. yeah 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 it was
0: like a notably awesome mat
1: i remember that lady
0: if i didn't already own one i'd be like i need to find that mat
1: yeah fair it, lady if you're listening write to us and tell us where you got your mat
0: <laughs> yeah we can't find it
1: yeah we haven't tried we, have,
0: but we haven't tried but
1: but still
0: we only want to hear about it from you we've gotten a, a brief Kind of breakdown of what this schedule would look like. We'd be learning an intro to the method, those three pillars, Mm -hmm. mechanics slash physiology of breathing. Okay. Oh, boy, this is going to be dense. And the WHM breathing session. Okay. So we're going to do some breath work ourselves. We'll take a break. And then we will realize the health benefits of gradual exposure to the cold through a video and explanation and then have our optional 90-second ice bath.
1: Hell yeah.
0: And then we'll warm up and feel great. So that's what's going to happen.
1: That's what will happen.
0: So we're so excited to tell you about all this, but it took us so much time just to set this up.
1: Well, yeah, to tell you the the background of Wim Hof. That's important info.
0: Yeah. So we've gotten ourselves to the meeting, mm-hmm. but we're going to have to hold off for the next episode. Sorry, we're not trying to be coy. We, we just, uh, we have a lot to tell. So we'll be telling you all about this workshop. And next week, we'll start with all all of this breathing information. There's so much of it, and uh, and all of the physiological effects. Yes. That Wim Hof purports to have.
1: All good, of course. All good. Before we go, I want to say thanks again to everyone who's gone out of their way to support us during Max Fun Drive. Yes. Become a Max Fun member. And everyone who became a Max Fun member during other parts of the year. We see you. We honor you.
0: Yeah, we we mentioned earlier that from the time that we would have had our original Max Fun Drive, mm-hmm. Max Fun has very generously been counting anybody who adds and joins themselves as a supporter to that count. Yes. So we've already gotten a good start to yeah. our max fun drive. But now is really the time if you're thinking, okay, I'll wait until Ross and Carrie tell me that we've got all this bonus content and all of these fun rewards. Uh, Now's the best time to do it.
1: That's right. You're the reason we're able to continue creating this show. We can't thank you enough. And we want to thank you a little extra by giving you some show specific goals. So this is stuff we will do if new or upgrading members say that Ona, Ross and Carrie is one of the shows they listen to when Mm -hmm. they join Mm -hmm. or upgrade. So... You ready for them goals?
0: Yeah, okay. Well, what would happen if, let's say, we were to get... This would be amazing. What if we had a 1,000 new and upgrading supporters?
1: Holy moly. Well, there are some pieces of merch that we are continually asked for. Okay. And we want to finally make happen for you. So we will release merchandise with our favorite saying, I'm sure it's all true. Yes. And with... Everybody wants to go to the pool.
0: Everybody wants to go to the pool! We all do! So, for those of you who remember our ayahuasca episodes, when I was uh, very thoroughly under the influence of ayahuasca, (laughs) I suddenly realized that one of the shamans leading the ceremony, tomorrow would just be... Oh my goodness, she'll just be at the pool! So right now, she's this amazing spiritual leader who's guiding me through this, but tomorrow, she'll be at the pool. And, oh my goodness, we all want to go to the pool! Everybody wants to go to the pool! And it was just so (laughs) profound! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was this unifying thought that brings us all together and it's just so true
1: it's so true it does feel true right now <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. While we're
1: all stuck inside and going out to the pool sounds marvelous yeah and
0: right now you shouldn't if anybody else is near the pool
1: probably not although outside transmission is much less risky than inside but that's true that's neither here nor there <laughs> um now if we get to two thousand, newer upgrading ono ross and carrie oh, that max would, fund members that would be
0: fantastic
1: we we will conduct a very scientific study of whether Ormus, the Ormus, the miracle lotion we discovered at Conscious Life Expo yeah. is indeed a magnet <laughs> for, for baseballs. baseballs. <laughs> here's what we will do. We may make this a little more complex.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we'll add as we develop r- rules, it. yes.
1: But here's the idea. Basic idea. Okay. Step one. <laughs> Ross puts Ormus on his skin. Harry
0: <laughs> he puts the Ormus on his skin. Okay.
1: Carrie <laughs> puts on a blindfold, mm-hmm. is turned around like it's been the tail on the donkey. And then starts rolling baseballs along the floor in various directions. If Ross is truly a magnet for baseballs, most of these baseballs will end up near him.
0: And maybe it'll be more fun if she lobs the baseballs in the air and they might hit Ross and they might not. I won't. Okay. Do
1: Because <laughs> you're going to want to duck and it's going to get complicated. Okay. Um, and then we'll switch places. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like it. Literally doubly blind. And of
0: course we will uh, record all of this with video. Mm-hmm. And, and oh we'll re- yeah. Yeah.
1: And and when I say literally doubly blinded, I mean in only the most literal sense and not in the We are both way wearing we blindfolds. <laughs> yes.
0: Um and we'll have more goals, but there we go. Hopefully that inspires you to, to get in there and and help support us, which you can do at maximumfun.org slash join. Uh so please and thank you. We really appreciate everyone who is able to support us. If that's if that's you thank you. Uh, If not, we totally understand and we appreciate your your support, your kind words, your sharing of the podcast with others.
1: But when you're rich, you owe us a bazillion
0: dollars. There we go.
1: Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
0: Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. We've already told you how you can support us. So thank you for doing that. And remember, in the words of Wim Hof,
1: the limit is not in the sky. The limit is in the mind.
0: Wow dot org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.